Welcome, guys. Shaking the culture. I'm your host, Sang, and I'm here with... AJ, entrepreneur, master barber. You can just call me like a jack of all trades, but I'm AJ from True Culture Management. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty good. That's Thanks good. for letting us use your spot. It's no pretty dope. No problem. No problem. I appreciate you coming through. Of course. So, um, so how did you come up with culture? Well, it it, it kind of started off as me looking kind of into the music industry and mm -hmm. like seeing what it was like based on, and it wasn't really culture. And I'm kind of big on that. Uh -huh. And um, when I looked at it, I just felt like the culture was kind of like misguiding the younger generation to kind of like do a lot of the wrong things. Yeah. So I just kind of looked at that, and I'm just like, we need to like find a true culture. And then from then, I'm like, oh, true culture. culture. I just kind of stuck with it, stuck with it, and ran with it. Okay, and with you saying that um, you feel like the culture was leading people the wrong way, what do you mean? What do you feel like? I, I feel like in this day and age, like most rappers, I guess when they get the money or they the, the, the success and say they make it, they don't really show or put the influence back in showing the younger generation how to keep the money and make the money. Mm -hmm. I feel like they just kind of show them how to spend the money. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a lot of drugs and just... A lot of gang activities. I, I'm not going to say I'm the perfect man, but for me, if, if if you have a lot of people following, I just feel like what you're representing has to be more clear than just, you know, money, cars, clothes, jewelry, and, you know, women. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because yeah. I feel like social media definitely has that big impact. It's, like, you see everybody's, like, living their life of their late. Yeah, they and are. And you're like, okay, but what about, what about the bills? Are you right, paying bills? Like, exactly. everything else is like, who... <laughs> But no, that's cool. So um, you have two artists you're managing right now, yep. correct? So um, how did you come up? How did you meet them? And how did you guys even connect? Well, uh, my first artist, Quad Moore, I've been working with him for probably about eight, nine months now. We actually grew up together in oh, South Carolina. Okay. Yeah, we grew up together. Uh, he always was rapping, like, since then. And I was never really in music like that. But uh, okay. he was always rapping. And I knew he had talent. I'm like, man, this dope dude can rap. And then... Um, I was I started managing uh, another artist and then finally we just kind of tapped in and he was mm -hmm. making some music and I'm like bro let's work like let's tap in and he was like let's do it and in like six seven months we've been grinding like going strong so that's kind of how we came about and then Young Tone I known her for probably about the last six years we used to cut in the same barbershop. shop oh wow and yeah she kind of uh, she kind of would would be with me when I was with my other artists mm -hmm. but never really was like rapping. And then one day we went to the studio and then she just rapped. I'm like, oh, no, nah, we, we got to get you in the booth more often. Yeah, that's dope. So why did you want to be man managing artists instead of actually being in front of a mic or in front of? And a lot of people ask me that. I feel like <laughs> I feel like being a rapper, that lifestyle isn't for me. Uh -huh. I just feel like I, I'm a I'm a. Not really like an anti-social person, but I don't like being around a lot of people. So the limelight and the attention for me, it would just be too much. And then, like I said, I feel like the industry is kind of shysty and, and it's watered down. You kind of got to have one sound and present one thing to make it. So mm -hmm. for me, I'm like, nah, I'd, I'd rather take the business route and help the rappers who aren't taking it serious, you know. I feel like most of them kind of invest, but they don't really take the business part serious, and that, that's what comes with it. Okay. So if you were to say, like, an artist wanted to come and work with you, how can they get in contact with you? What do you look for in an artist when you want to manage them? I mean, honestly, I, 
for, for me, I haven't really been looking for a lot of artists, but mm -hmm. I, I've been watching a lot of artists. Okay. And I'm just kind of seeing, you know, how they move and the things that they do. And then I feel like if I can help them, I, I may reach out to them. I'm a humble person, mm -hmm. and I like, to, I like to network. So I might reach out to them and, and say, hey, if you want to sit down for a consultation, we can sit down. And, you know, I explain to you the things that I have on the table. You explain to me the things that you have on the table, and then we kind of see how we can make it bigger. But um, if they want to get in contact with me, I have an Instagram at True Culture Management, Facebook page at True Culture Management. They can follow me on there, set up a consultation, and uh, yeah, we can go from there. Oh, so you also said that you do have a more, you're more than a uh, management for artists. Yep. So what else did you? How did you get into um, barbershop? Yeah, I've been cutting hair for the past seven years. So. I started off at one shop and then ended up leaving there after mm -hmm. like six years. And then my wife actually has a hair salon. I started okay. working with her there for a couple months. And then I um, I moved to another shop where, where Tone was working at. Mm -hmm. And then um, I was there, and that was right before the pandemic, actually. It just happened. Oh, wow. Like right before the pandemic. And he, uh, the owner just actually asked me that I want to buy the shop or right before he left. So mm -hmm. I was like, sure. And I, I took the opportunity and, and yeah, I got true culture barber line. It's like two miles right from the studio. That's so fun. Yep. How do you manage dealing? Cause we spoke earlier that you're married and you have a whole family. Yep. How do you manage business? Cause I feel like your artists are your kids as well. Cause they you have to are. make sure that you're on top of them. Yep. Yo, you need to be here, here, here. Yep. And you know, like we said, artists are artists. They are. They do artist things. They do. So, but how do you manage that? Your family, your music artists, your business. Um, for me, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to balance. I'm not even gonna lie. It's, it's hard to balance because you you're trying to sacrifice and work hard for your family to spend more time, mm -hmm. but in doing that, you lose spending time with them. So I just try to, you know, work hard, but I've been working smarter lately. Mm -hmm. I used to work a lot harder, like every day of the week, like 10, 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm. But uh, lately I've been just trying to, trying to cut down my days and on the days that I'm off, just prioritize how to work smarter. And um, with my family, it's definitely hard, too, because I, I wake up mm -hmm. early. You know, my son goes to school. My wife goes to work. So the only time we get to see each other is when we wake up, and then we come home, we eat dinner. Mm -hmm. And then so it's, 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 it's hard to manage that. I believe it. But I, I feel like at the end of the day, there's an end goal, which is to sacrifice right now to yeah. be able to spend the time later. So, so um, when you wanted to become a uh, manager for these artists, mm -hmm. did you tell your parents? And how did your parents take about it? Because, you know, at first you're like, who are these people? Like, right. what are you going to manage? You know, right. I feel like, well. Um, I didn't really tell my parents. I told my parents. Actually, my dad got me into barbering. Like, okay. right after I graduated, he was like, yo, you got to go to school or go to the military. Okay. And I was kind of cutting my own hair. So he was like, hey, it's a school right there. And I went and I did that. But I didn't, I didn't really tell them about the music side because I know <laughs> they was going to be like, nah, it's too dangerous. It's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So I kind of just crept my way into it. And then once they seen it, they were like, okay, well, he's kind of in it now. And I wasn't the rapper, so I wasn't kind of in situations. I was just taking care of the business mm -hmm. for the people. Okay. Um, so you're not originally from Atlanta, are you? Nah, originally I'm from Beaufort, South Carolina. Okay, I Small don't know that town. Right. I, I bet, because I was like, I never even heard of it. Yep. So why come to Atlanta instead of L.A., New York, all these other places? Well, when I was younger, I was born in Beaufort, and then two weeks after that, my mom actually moved to Atlanta, to Marietta. Okay. Yeah, we moved to Marietta, and then uh, in the second grade, she kind of got sick. 
Mm-hmm. And then we moved back to South Carolina with my grandmother. So we just been staying there with her. And then, um, of course, I'm in South Carolina with my mom. You know, yeah. my dad's in Atlanta. So I'm like, I don't have the, the right guidance that I was supposed to have. So I'm kind of being misguided. And then she just was like, hey, eventually, like, she was like, this is the best move for you. And it, it was the absolute best move that she could ever make for me. And, um yeah, my mom actually passed like three years ago, so that's okay. stuff that I be fighting through too, like a yeah. lot of stuff that's that's heavy. But I know her telling me to move to Atlanta was literally like mm-hmm. the best decision that, that was made, for sure. Oh, God, because now I feel like, like you said earlier, Atlanta has a bunch of opportunities and stuff like that. So with that being said, like, what would you say to somebody else, like somebody that wants to be a manager and doesn't know where to start, who to manage? And should you just manage anybody just because you want to be a manager for the artist? Or how, how would you go about that? I would tell them because when, when, when I started, I, I started with my cousin that was a rapper. Okay. And I, I'm not even going to say I was his manager, honestly. I was just investing money because I like to go to the studio and hear him rap and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, honestly, the real truth, I would tell them to really invest in their self first before they even look for an artist. Okay. Start their own company, start their own brand so you have something... To, to market and attract artists because you can look for them and work with them but if you don't necessarily have like a foundation where they're interested in it's going to be hard to to find that right artist to work with and um yeah i, I feel like if if you want to be a manager yeah you just got to invest in yourself first for sure at the end of the day invest in yourself sure. first because you know artists you know it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a tricky <laughs> game so <laughs> i believe it have you had any crazy stories with any of your artists or something you like, whoa, did that just happen? Like out of the ordinary? Or that you were never expected? Like, yo, or any, have a fan do some crazy stuff? Any crazy stories? I, I've, <laughs> I've had a couple crazy stories, but that was with a past artist. And yeah. Yeah, we're just going to leave that, that where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sounds good to yeah. me. Have you ever thought about being a rapper or before you got a manager? Or you actually got in the booth? I have gotten the booth. I actually recorded probably about three songs, but I would never like, I feel like I would never like put it out and be serious. Like I'm trying to be, because it's just not me. Yeah. It's just not me. I'm kind of like a low key businessman. So I love the, the, the lifestyle of seeing the, the, the success and everything, but I'm more of the business guy. Like, all right, let's, we're making the money. So let's see how we can invest in something that's not rap. So when this doesn't work anymore, you can have something to fall back on. Yeah. If you could choose any artist to work with, like any high artist, who would you want to choose? Any high artist right now, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to shout out my boy, and I, and he's high, but he's still he just he just he just started. So Fuego, so Fuego, he's right here from uh from Georgia, and he just got signed to Travis Scott. So oh, yeah, hopefully we can we can lock nobody. in and get something in the works. Yeah, I don't think nobody knows Travis Scott's my boyfriend, but nobody knows. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in love with Travis Scott. Well, yeah, check out Sofuego, man. That's his, his new artist he just signed. He got a lot of talent, man. I, I bet. Yep. Um, if, if you could, if you could shadow someone as a manager, you know, because we have um, coach and all these other people, who would it be? Who do you want to manage or shadow? If I could shadow anyone in the industry, honestly, I I, I follow uh, TP. That's Jetson made it. Uh, oh, okay. Manager, yeah, he's a pro- he's he's a producer he's manager, but I think he used to manage Young Nudie. Okay. And and I just like the way he moved. He kind of low key, not in the limelight, but he makes sure you know his artists have opportunities yeah. and things going on as far as business. So yeah, I think TP. I'll probably if I could shadow him, I'll get behind him and like yo, 
for sure. And I like to learn too. I'm never yeah. gonna say I'm like, no, I don't. I'm, I like to learn for sure. Yeah. Okay, that's so cool. Um, who else would you want to work with? Or if you could put your artist with somebody, who do you think would be a great fit? If I could put my artist with anybody, who do you think like yo this this is gonna be a hit for hmm. sure? I don't know. I, I kind of want to do like a reggae tone. Oh really? Song. Yeah, I want to do a reggae tone song like or an Afrobeat. Okay. So uh, maybe Burner Boy if I can if I could tap in with him yeah. and see if we can we can pull off a hit with one of my artists. I'm not sure which one, but I, I would definitely be interested in doing like a reggae tone or Afrobeat kind of song for sure. Okay, that's different. Yeah. Okay. Feel like you got to think outside the box with the industry. Mm-hmm. Got to think outside the box. So what other um. Do you feel like, you know how some people are like, oh, we have different lanes for artists and stuff like that. Do you feel like your artists have been creating their own lane? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like uh, a lot of artists try to mimic each other. Mm-hmm. Like, like even the mainstream artists, I be, you know, sometimes scrolling on Instagram. And I'm like, okay, well, you you have on that outfit and then I scroll and he has on the same outfit. So it's just like, I, I understand the, the luxurious of spending the money, but... When, when you talk about your own lane, you just kind of got to go at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Even if you're starting from the bottom or if you kind of got a more leeway to more artists, whatever the process that you have to trust, you just got to you gotta stay there. So I feel like my artists aren't really looking for like that instant gratification. Like they're willing to put in the work if it takes a year, five years, and, and get it like really out the mud. Not necessarily, we're not going to chase no clout. No yeah. clout chasing. Everything going to be straight, authentic, and it's going to be real. Okay. How do you feel like your artists are shaking the culture? I feel like right now my artists are shaking the culture because they're putting out hot music and hot videos. Uh, we actually got another little event and photo shoot going on today right after this. So uh, okay. I just feel like we're we putting in that work. So when it comes to like culture and real music, we definitely going to drop that for mm-hmm. sure. And I want everybody to uh, know, even the, the label in the studio, we haven't fully opened it yet, but... We're going to definitely push out great music, great artists, and it's going to be a business. It's going to be straight for the culture. Mm-hmm. We're not in it to, to take no money. It's really to give back on my end. I always look at it like I know the money will come, but for me it's like giving back to people who who, who kind of who want to learn and they want to grow. So mm-hmm. that's how we're going to shape the culture. Oh, that's why. Yep. Do you feel like, um, so what are, what are your artists bringing differently to that music culture, to that specific genre I feel like I feel like as far as KO he kind of has more of like a a a soulful raw wave but still like a a a hard kind of like little dirt (laughs) so you you kind of get the the best of both worlds and Mook's Mook the same I was in the studio with Mook last night and kind of I heard I'm like Maybe it's a Chicago thing, but the sound was kind of... Th- so I'm like, okay, they're both coming out of Chicago and they got a, a certain sound, then it's, it, it's definitely a wave in that. And then uh, with Tone, she's actually a female rapper, so she's kind of like... She's kind of like on the, on, the, on the edge, so it's not really... I, I'm not even going to say on the edge. She's kind of like on the... How can, I, how can I even say it? I just feel like men in the industry they underestimate women. So yeah. you gotta like she kinda on the on the proving herself in. And what her is she she's giving out straight real music too and she talented. Like she, she go in the booth and, and, and go off the head. So I'm like, if I can just kinda season her, get her a little 
better like i don't know if the dude's gonna stand a chance for real yeah no i saw her music videos there that was fine the yeah. one you see me on um yep. on ig that was fine cloudy days yeah so how did um so how do you guys come about uh, creating music videos for these artists do you have any input or do the artists how do how do they yeah um i i pretty much that's that's another thing i do at true culture like if you need locations if you need cars if you need models from Old school cars and new school cars, whatever you need. Like, I'm, like, the plug for that. I got people hitting me every day for different cars, different locations, and things like that. So that's another thing. I'm not just a management service. I, I, I kind of feel like you got to keep the network work open. Mm-hmm. And even when it comes to, like, uh, videographers, cameramen, things like that, I'm tapping in with a lot of people. So um, the directing part, yeah, I'm, uh, when it comes to that, uh, I feel like the artist's, they they think one thing, but I kind of go in and listen to the music over and over, and then I just kind of envision how the video will go. And I kind of have some directing roles here and there. I've directed a couple of videos, but I'm not nowhere near as good as the cameraman that's behind the camera yeah. that can see the lens. So. Oh, that's dope. So how did you get into that? Were you, was it just kind of put into your place? You're like, oh, I have nobody else. Let me try this out. And how did that first time? Yeah, go? it was kind of like, I mean, when I was working with my first artist, it was like he had great music, but, you know, when we came together by the video, I'm like, it just got to be different. So I just was hearing, I'm like, yo, I see that in the video. And he'd be like, all right, bet, we'll do that. And it just, once once it kind of came to life, it kind of matched the video. So I just, I, I see that in all music. Even when I listen to other people's music that's not my artist, I'm just like, I see this in the video. I guess it's like the mind kind of already nice. directing things. Yeah. So I just try to put that into perspective. You're trying to do different businesses and right. stuff like that. But do you see yourself actually becoming like a director, like just for music videos? Maybe, maybe. Videos, I'm not gonna say I I, I won't because I've directed a whole video, like yeah. three of them. Okay. I've directed like three entire videos from top to bottom. So mm-hmm. uh, I feel like yeah, maybe maybe one day. Uh, you never know. You might can book me to direct the video. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. So what else do you do in the um in the Um under True Culture, it's right now it's just a barbershop and then it's the studio that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm trying to kind of keep my hands on. Um, I want to juggle a lot of other things, clothing lines, shoe store and other things, but I'm trying to trying to kind of balance out the two because it's already mm-hmm. a lot. So yeah, right now it's, it's, it's my barbershop that's full flourishing mm-hmm. like two miles from down the street from here and then the studio we're trying to we're trying to get it rocking for sure okay so what, what are your goals for the for this year for the rest of the year honestly i wrote down like some goals in january right mm-hmm. and i just had posted like a week ago i wrote down probably like 12 goals in january and i got like this planner and then i was like working hard of course and not working smart but when i went back like i kind of checked off like almost 70% of my goals that I had That's written down for me. Yeah, for the new year. But um I I guess I want to just continue to grow as a okay. businessman, as an entrepreneur and um I definitely want to possibly open up another barbershop in the next maybe year uh and possibly open up another studio in the next year. year. But right now, yeah, I'm just trying to balance those two. Mm-hmm. The ones that's on the plate right now. That's fine. So, um, what can we expect from your artists this year? Uh, Mook actually just dropped a video on Monday. Mm-hmm. Hell Ho, it's out on YouTube right now. Uh, KO is supposed to be dropping an EP 
coming up in the next two months. So, okay. yeah, we're recording that and, and, and shooting some videos. We're actually about to leave here and go do some photo shoot and do some content for that. And, uh, yeah, Tone is probably going to drop another single in probably, like, the next two weeks. We're just still kind of working and, and making sure we do it right. And, and yeah, that's about it. We're trying, to, we're trying to move up the food chain, but we're going to trust the process and, and, and take it as it comes. We're not trying to bite off more than we can chew. Hey, that's that's always the best way to go, and I feel like a lot of people don't think about it like that. They're nah, like, yo, they I this hit, this one single is going to hit, or this yeah. one music video, and it's just like, no. It's nah, really you got to keep process. grinding. It's a process. Yes, it is. Whole process. Now, that's dope. So, where can we find you at and your artists? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at True Culture Management and my barbershop at True Culture Barber Lounge. You can follow my artists at Young Tone. That's Y-U-N-G underscore Tone with two E's. Kwa Omari, that's K-W-A underscore O-M-A-R-I, and Mook Famous on Instagram. They all got some hot stuff dropping soon. I'm excited to see that. And I appreciate you coming out and no, giving me this opportunity. I appreciate opportunity you for, for sure. this time. Absolutely. And space. Absolutely. Appreciate it.